all of our Golden Image podcast listeners. I am Golden Jay in the studio with me, Chico Noise and Skyler. Still Skyler. Still Skyler. <laughs> we gotta find you a radio name. You know, you guys send some good ones to uh, Image Radio at Yahoo.com. And there you go. Maybe I'll put we'll, it on the Facebook page. Yeah, we'll do a drawing or something and figure out which one to go with. There put you go. A, put them in a hat and we'll just pick a name. We'll just pick a name. <laughs> It'll change weekly. We'll pick a new name every week. Oh, there you go. I'll have to tape it up to my screen so I remember <laughs> what to call you. <laughs> but we are back for episode number two. We're so glad that you could actually join us. We're hoping you're enjoying what we're doing, and hopefully you enjoyed last episode where we talked about the Indianapolis Children's Museum and Union Jacks. Yeah. I noticed that you guys didn't say anything about my about my new T-shirt. I saw it when I walked in. Uh, yeah. Does that, look, does that look pretty cool? Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Golden Mojo Music. It is my Golden Mojo Music uh, t-shirt. And I give a shout out to my buddy Andy and his wife Michelle. They brought me this t-shirt. They Did had they? it made for me. And yeah, I wanted to make sure I wore it, wore it. I wanted to make sure I wore it here on this podcast. You know what I'm saying? So, shout out to those guys and my cool new t-shirt. Yeah. I like it. I like it too. It's nice. It is nice. You know, he had to call me a couple weeks ago and uh, brag about his new... Big fine for his guitars. He's like, I got a, uh, I got two stacks of Marshall amps coming in, Skyler. Yeah, he uh, he found a deal and got two Marshall stacks. He's gonna bring one here to the studio to practice with, and then he'll have one at home, so that he has the same exact sound in both locations. His whole house is gonna blow up. Oh my goodness! <laughs> It'll just be loud and proud. Now, I know that at the time of this recording, this is going to be, it, it was just last night, but but when this when this airs, it'll be a couple of weeks from, uh, from now, but he actually uh, stopped by last night, dropped off the shirt, and then I made him come back because I was, a, I was with you guys, and we're going to talk about that in this episode where we were at, but I made him come back because I got him a Joe Badamasa ashtray. It's in the shape of a Telecaster for nice. his for his studio, so I made him come back, and he's like, "I can't stay long. I've got a birthday party to go to." I'm like, "Okay, I just wanted to give you this. I'm sorry I missed you earlier." It was about seven thirty last night. I got a uh, video chat from him, and apparently they had went to the Moose down south somewhere, like Rochester, wherever exactly it was at. And if you ever been to the Moose. And you're a member or you're with a member. Drinks are a lot cheaper. Well, apparently they were pretty cheap. And everybody kept buying him drinks. <laughs> so I literally got a drunk uh, FaceTime video from my buddy Andy. And he did not look really good. He was, <laughs> you could tell he was feeling good. But man, he looked rough. He's like, they got me drunk. Nice. I love how you're his go-to when he's when he's drunk calling. He, well, he's like, I didn't even mean to call you, but <laughs> I'm like, damn man, I feel special. He's like, I'm gonna go home and unpack my ashtray. What am I? I said, why don't you let uh, Big Mama do that for you? And he's like, I ain't gonna break it. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and I can hear her. No, she goes, no, I will open it for you. It'll be okay. I was a little concerned he was gonna break it up, but oh, Andy. Oh, Andy. Good dude. He is. He really is. Fun guy. Fun, fun guy. He's had a he's had a rough couple of weeks. A lot of stuff with his business has been kinda a little shaky. So hopefully, buddy, by the time this is uh aired you your uh, all your stuff will be running smooth again. So we're thinking about you. Yeah, make sure you come kick uh Golden Jay's butt and tell him to get his studio cleaned up so we can get back to jamming. Yeah, we need to do that. Yeah, I was talking about that the other day, how we haven't practiced for months. We, we need to get back into it. I need to warm up. You're going to take your electric kit home there. And yeah. You have no place to put it because no. you're harboring a yeah. sister. Yep. It's <laughs> all right. Keeps you entertained. Yeah, most of the time. Well, anyways, so here we're here. We've got a couple of uh, really cool places that we want to talk about today that we've uh, 
been out to recently. So let's uh, let's get started. You guys ready to get started? Yeah. All right, here we go. In case you didn't know or didn't realize, February 22nd was what they called Tuesday because it was 2-22 of 2022. So in true Golden Jay form, with a little help from Chico Noise, mm-hmm. we made it an official holiday. We called it Taco Tuesday Tuesday. A holiday that only happened, what, once every... 200 years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you guys, I am so bummed out because on Taco Tuesday Tuesday, I had the stomach flu. Mm. Uh, or I was just getting over the stomach flu and Jess had the stomach flu. So we did not get to eat tacos on Taco, Taco Tuesday, Tuesday. Tuesday. We had soup. <laughs> what did you have? Do you uh, remember? I didn't eat anything. Yeah. Yeah, my it was it was probably the worst stomach flu I've ever had. Um and I don't think Jess ate anything for like 3 or 4 days. So Well, and you weren't the only one in your little group. Your uh, your neighbors and uh one of the co-hosts of Murderers was was pretty down and out with with her kids and herself being with that stomach flu too. We had it bad; they had it worse. Yeah, I I, I heard that. I yeah. heard it was absolutely horrible. The issue with us being so close to our best friends is because you know they live two houses away from us. We just pass germs back and forth constantly. It's like a tunnel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bunch of young kids and yep. So you guys. Enjoy talking about your tacos. I'm going to sit here and sulk. <laughs> yeah, you're you're going yeah. to because uh, well, the beauty of it is is that you know you can still even though it wasn't on Tuesday, you can still go down there and get some of these tacos. We had planned to go to is a uh, Mikamino Real, which Plymouth. is which is on the north side of Plymouth, up there just off of the uh, 30 bypass. That was the plan. We met up there at six o'clock on Taco Tuesday, Tuesday, and we pull in the parking lot. And we're the only cars in the parking lot. And we're like, wait. So Chico goes on up to the goes up to the door and is like, Yeah, there's it's doors locked. There ain't nobody here. Yep. So we have to make a we have to make an adjustment because it is Taco Tuesday, Tuesday, and I am not getting tacos from Taco Bell. It's not happening. Top tier tacos. Top tier tacos. Yeah, not at Taco Bell. <laughs> that is uh uh the that is the, um, I like to call that the cleaner. Taco Bell's the cleaner. You get that when you're, you're feeling a little uh, constipated, and it'll help clean you right out. Yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> so we did, a, we did a quick search while we were in Plymouth, and we found this place called? Yolanda's. Yep, it's a Mexican bar and grill. We're like, cool, we're getting Mexican tacos. It's going to happen. We're going to get it from authentic. We didn't want anything fast food. Or whatever like that. So we just we headed on down to Yolanda's, which is actually at 116 West LaPorte Street there in Plymouth. Now, it's interesting because we drove down there and we parked. And I'm like, holy shit, this is the old Dandelion Bar. So back in the Voodoo Rain days, the band uh, Poker Face Ace used to play the Dandelion. While we played, Voodoo Rain played up at the crossroads on the north side so the place right across the street from basically the the place we were supposed to go that's where we used to play so we always had the rival going on but i had been to i had been to the dandelion bar a couple times to see groupies wanted i had to think of the name of the band groupies wanted i've been there a couple times to see that matt gears and you know stick Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so we go into this place and you know it's a tuesday night it's not very busy it's it's so we get the biggest table they got. The, it was the biggest table they had. Yeah. Like you couldn't there you couldn't touch the middle of it from where you were sitting. Yeah. It's this big round table. We go sit down and uh and uh, we it was a little bit before the waitress kind of made it her way over there. And of course I ordered the American style tacos cuz I wasn't into the I'm not into spicy. So and I think the other ones were a little more spicy. Or chorizo. Yeah. Or not chorizo, sorry. That's, uh, uh, yeah, say the word. Say it. Cilantro. Cilantro. I don't like cilantro. 
I love me some cilantro. I know. It, everybody. Everybody's so different when it comes to cilantro. So yeah, we got in there. I got the uh, I got the three shrimp tacos, the American style. Ordered up some uh, um, chips and salsa and queso, and did some quesadillas. Those were good. Those those quesadillas were good. Now I, I want you to keep in mind, this is Taco Tuesday Tuesday. <laughs> okay. I had ta- I had Taco Tuesday Tuesday. This is Taco Tuesday Tuesday. We have planned this for weeks. Yep. This is not something that we went at, you know, we had planned this. Obviously not very well because we didn't realize the place was closed on Mondays and Tuesdays <laughs> that we were going to, but Sarah and Montana got burritos or whatever the hell they were. They weren't tacos. We were there for Taco Tuesday Tuesday. You're supposed to be eating tacos. Come on. Isn't a burrito just technically a giant taco? No, they didn't have burritos. They, no, they had um, chimichangas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That yeah. is different. Yeah. So, anyways, we. Uh, I, I'm. I'm gonna tell you right now. This place is. This place was amazing. the The food was so good. Those tacos were amazing. They were. So not only did I really super enjoy the tacos, the shrimp tacos, but do you know how they bring you that side plate with the rice and the refried beans mm-hmm. on it? Oh my God, I took a bite of that rice and I was like, are you kidding me? Usually it's like, I always consider that throwaway food. You know, it's like, I'm not going to eat this. I'm not going to put it on my tacos. I'm just going to enjoy the taco the way it is. Nah, I ate that whole plate of food too. <sighs> I didn't put it on my tacos. I just ate it because that rice was so freaking good. Yep, mixed it right in with the beans. It was pretty good. Oh my good. So the place was relatively quiet. Like I said, it wasn't very busy. They Their overhead music seemed to be a little loud. But, you know, you got used to it. It was actually kind of good. It was some Spanish music, you know, Spanish guitar, kind of like that. But it wasn't too bad. It, it worked. You kind of got into the groove of it. So our waitress might have started off a little slow. I'm not sure she knew what to think of us when we first got there. You know, we're a little... Look at us. We're Why a little, is this big group of people in, on a Tuesday? On a Tuesday. Yeah. But it didn't take her long to, to warm up to us real quick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She was giving us all kinds of shit, and we loved every minute of it. And the other waitress was jumping in on it, too. Yeah. She was having so much fun. But Well, started off, we all we all ordered margaritas. You're on Taco Tuesday, Tuesday. You might as well have a margarita. I was driving, so I did not have a margarita. Yeah. So she takes my ID, and she looks at my ID, and she looks at me, and she goes, no, because <laughs> I don't look anything like what I look like on my ID anymore. And it, it just lost a bunch of weight, and my beard was, and my hair was long. But, yeah, she, I didn't look anything like it. So right away she's like, nope. Yeah, she looked at it for, she looked at it for a long, long time. Yeah. And, of course, she did, uh, you know, Montana and Sarah, but she never ID'd your mother. Oh, no. Yeah. The waitress was, like I said, initially was kind of slow. You know, you order, we ordered the margaritas. I ordered, it was funny because I ordered tea because I asked him what they had. And I was like, well, I'll just take a, I'll just take a sweet tea. And she goes, I don't have tea. I don't have sweet tea. I have tea, but I have sugar. And I'm like, okay. So she brings me the big old thing of sugar and, and the tea. And, um, but it, she was, you know, she was a Spanish speaking woman. So, she was very, for me, she was hard to understand some of the things. So, and I'm about half freaking deaf anyway. So it was, you know, I always feel bad when I'm like, what? What did you say? What did you say? All those years of loud music will do that to you. Every bit of it. But somehow I got, Sarah, Sarah took French. She never took Spanish. So she was having a hard time understanding too. <laughs> so we get our, we get the Margs out. We never get the, we never get the cups of water that the girls ordered to go with their margaritas. And I think Montana actually stopped her and said, "Hey, can I get a can I get a thing of water?" And she took one drink. Now I didn't try it, but Chico did. Yeah, the water was a little funky tasting. Yeah, I don't know what was up with it, but it was different. Don't drink the water, Elanda's. That's all I'm saying. Don't order a water. Just probably shouldn't drink town water in Plymouth anyway. No, that's true. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that. The the waitress did ask us if we were getting our Spanish lesson for the day. That was kind of funny. Yeah. Kind of all over the place on this. I would definitely recommend Yolanda's to anybody that wants some really good Mexican food. 
I have been to Yolanda's. It's been probably three or four years ago. We went while I was doing a building tour for our Plymouth plant. They took me out to lunch and they took us to Yolanda's because they're like, they have a Mexican buffet table for lunch. So we come up here once a week and eat this Mexican buffet. And it was one of the better buffets I have ever had. I I just couldn't. I was, you know, I was amazed. You know, it was this old dandelion bar and this Mexican restaurant in there. And it was just absolutely amazing. We posted on Facebook that we were there, Taco Tuesday, Tuesday. And, of course, my buddy John Lyons, he actually went um, about a week later, and he actually tagged me on Facebook. He goes, my buddy Jeremy Golden reminded me that I haven't been to Yolanda's in a while, so here we are. <laughs> and he, you know, obviously had a big plate of food that he took a picture of. But The food was really good. I got chorizo tacos, and I, I love chorizo. But there's something about authentic Mexican chorizo that is really good. And it's got really good spice to it. And theirs was better than some of the other places I've had. So so we have our drinks. We have our food. And Sarah pounds down her first mark. She goes to town on that thing. You know what I'm saying? What is the size of the margarita? I mean, is it like a fishbowl margarita? No, no, it was a smaller one. It was a small one. It was about the size of your hand. You know, if you were going to hold a glass in your hand, it was about that size. So she orders another one. And the waitress comes out and she sets down this fishbowl glass. (laughs) And Sarah's like, "Um," and she goes, you don't worry, honey. I I didn't charge you like a regular one. (laughs) So Sarah dives into the second one, which is probably two of the first ones. And she goes to town on that bad boy. Well, of course, you know, all the tequila kind of rolls to the bottom of that glass. So it didn't take Sarah long before she was just giddy. And yep. <laughs> it was it was pretty funny. So that's when you start messing with Sarah. That's the best time to really start, you know, poking fun at her and making her do, uh, make her laugh and make her giggle. And yeah, yeah, it was fun. So, yeah. Definitely, totally recommend Yolanda's. The only downside was, like I said, the service was a little slow at the beginning. Once she got to know us, it was great. She was very attentive and and don't drink the water. Those are the only two things that I have downside to say about Yolanda's was those two things right there. The rest of it was freaking amazing. Yeah. I am ready to go back for more of those tacos. It reminded me of Armando's. We get, them, we get Armando's out of the, mm, yeah, the campground. Uh, when they bring the tra- the the food truck out there man there's something about authentic mexican tacos that just blows me away there was a food truck out of milford for a long time that two or three times a week that's what i would do for dinner i'd just go out there and be like yo i need three uh corn tortilla tacos like you know two or three bucks the bucket piece best tacos i ever had there used to be a food truck in Warsaw that did burritos for like mm-hmm. five bucks, and you got this burrito that was just as big as your head, and they were the best burritos I had. But the, I don't know what happened. The truck just quit being there. There's a second one. We actually tried it thinking maybe they were in cahoots together, but no, the other one was not not as good. The meat was, for me, the meat was way too fatty. There was too much fat on the actual meat. Right. I don't like that. Armando's takes the cake on trucks, though. They oh, my are, God. They are really good. Their shrimp tacos are... Well, they deep fry their shrimp tacos, oh, yeah. so your shrimp comes with all that breading and, you know, all that, whereas Yolanda's was just, like... Grilled shrimp. Yeah. Oh, so good. So, yeah, John Lyons had to go back to Yolanda's because we recommended it on Facebook. and So, shout out to John, because I know he likes to listen to the podcast. So there you go. I recommend Yolanda's down there at 116 West LaPorte Street. That is in Plymouth, Indiana. Yeah, about uh, half a mile from my house. So, yeah, yeah. it won't I mean, take me much to go down there. <laughs> right there downtown. I mean, yeah, it's amazing. Good stuff. Yeah. Taco so, Tuesday. 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 See you in 200 years. That's <laughs> a holiday that doesn't come around very often. No. <laughs> We can't find another one with all those twos in it. 
So we'll just have to settle in for just regular old Taco Tuesday, Tuesday. Or two, no. Taco <laughs> Tuesday. We'll have to settle for Taco <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> so, yeah, there's my little uh, outing when we went to the Yolanda's. What a great place. It yeah, was fun, too. I mean, it, no, it, it was, was a good time. It was a good time. I wish you guys could have made it with us. Yeah, man. So so do I. We. Yeah. It just wasn't in the cards. I mean, it was what it was, but we were hoping you guys would make it down. We we really wanted to, but man, it was. Yeah, it was not a not a good week that week. Yep. All right, so there's Yolanda's. Who yeah. wants to lead the charge on our next place for our podcast tonight? Oh, you both looked at me. I guess that's me. Huh? I, well, yeah, it was more so your your trip, I think. Um, Dad and I were just kind of tagging along on this one. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was it was a real last-minute decision to run up to this place. Um, I think it was well worth it. Saturday, March 5th, we decided we wanted to run up to the Hall of Heroes Comic-Con in Elkhart, Indiana. Comic-Con! I like to do this thing where... I go into things with super low expectations. That way I'm not disappointed when I walk out. I do it with movies. I do it with restaurants. Just, you know, it makes life a little more (laughs) enjoyable. So we walk into the Hall of Heroes Comic Con. And it's in the RV Hall of Fame Museum or something up in... Yeah. On the very, very north side of Elkhart. I mean, it's almost in Michigan. Literally south of the toll road. Like, the toll road runs... Just north of it. Right. And we got in there, and the dealer hall was pretty decent size. They probably had about 40 vendors. Mm-hmm. You think it was that few? Yeah. Because you got to remember that the artist alley was, was pretty big, too. They probably had 20, 20 artists in there. Okay. Um, They had a handful of celebrity guests. I gotta open my paper here. We're gonna talk about celebrity guests. Yes. I, I, let me run through them real quick. Yeah, let's uh, let's run through the guests. All right, all right. Let's let's start off with uh, let's start off with Emma Caulfield. You might remember her from Buffy the Vampire Vampire Slayer, or she was in WandaVision. She's best known for Anya Jenkins on uh, Buffy, um, and Sarah Proctor on the Disney Plus series WandaVision. Her film roles include Darkness Falls and Timer. I didn't realize she was in Darkness Falls. Mm. She was also in Once Upon a Time. You remember that show that was on for a while? The right. one, the fairy tale yeah. one. Yep. Uh, Ming Chin was there. Uh, Ming is best known for his involvement with the hit reality series Comic Book Men. He was also in Dogma, Jane Silent Bob reboot. And the upcoming Burn in Hell. There you go. You suppose that's another Kevin Smith film? Oh, it has to be. <laughs> Probably all it has Kevin to be. Smith involved. Uh, John, John Heater. Is that right? John yep. Heater. John Heater was there. I always get his, I always get his, I look at it and it just doesn't sound like Heater. But I look at the name. Of course, you guys know who John is. John is best known for his uh, title character in the comedy film. Napoleon Dynamite. He was also appeared in films like The Benchwarmers, School for Scoundrels, Blades of Glory, Mama's Boy, When in Rome, and as Roy Disney in Walt Before Mickey. Nice. So, real quick, mm-hmm. um, my friends Nick and Amanda went up there after we left. They got okay. there pretty much right after we left on Saturday. And he said that John Heater was throwing macaroni at people who <laughs> were walking by, yelling, eat your macaroni, you fat lard. Because, <laughs> you know, that's that's the big thing about Napoleon Dynamite. Is right on. He feeds the llama or alpaca. alpaca, whatever it is. Nice. Yeah. So he kind of got... I, I did I did hear some people talking about him that uh, if you walked up and started giving him lines, he would actually finish them for you. Yeah. That he was good about that. Doug Jones was also there. You, uh, Doug Jones is best known for portraying non-human creatures, usually uh, by heavy makeup, visual effects, appearing in films like Mimic, Hellboy, Pan's Labyrinth, Hellboy 2, The Golden Army, Crimson Peak, 
and The Shape of Water. Other roles include Hocus Pocus, Tank Girl, and Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. I guess I didn't realize he was in that. He was a Silver Surfer. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, so we actually studied him in college. We did a, a whole segment on just him. We watched Pan's Labyrinth. We watched Hellboy just because of the makeup and everything that they put him through for his roles. But he really enjoys doing that. Well, even if you just look at Hellboy and all of the and all of that that he went through to put in that makeup. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is amazing makeup. Yeah. Crazy. Well, and apparently he's reprising his role from Hocus Pocus and Hocus Pocus 2. Oh, really? Yes. Nice. He was, he was the zombie who had his mouth sewn shut. Right. Amazing. So, uh, as far as the big, as far as the big celebrities, that was that was the four that were there. Now, I want you guys to take in. The, I want you to take this into thought, because seriously, those are four big celebrities. They've done. I mean, their list of accomplishments are amazing, and they came to Elkhart, Indiana, for this Comic Con. Yeah, hats off to them. I mean, not many big celebrities come to a small con like that, and that's pretty awesome. That was actually my first con, too, not, not going to lie. Oh, <laughs> if you really don't it. think about the Twilight Convention as a con. That was a con. I mean, not as many people dressed up and not so that's much true. like... It was for one thing, not for everything, I guess. Out of the, out of the three of us, I am the convention goer. True. Yeah. You know, we... Before before COVID, we would we'd go to pretty much two or three a year. It would be Gen Con, which is a tabletop gaming convention, uh, Indiana Comic Con and Indy, which is only a few years old. I think maybe this is the fifth or sixth year for it. And then we go to an anime convention in Chicago called ASEN. Now ASEN is the adult con. That's, you know, all the friends get together and we go up there and just have fun all weekend. But ICC is a party con, too. A lot of people go down there and party all weekend and just, you know, have fun with them. And, and, you know, the same with Gen Con for the most part, but Gen Con is a really... It's a it's probably the biggest con that Indy has. And I think it's the biggest gaming convention in the United States. Like, tabletop. Um, so it was kind of refreshing to go to this Hall of Heroes Comic Con and just walk in and it was, it was small, it was quiet. You could walk through the dealer hall in, I don't know. Half an hour. Half an hour. And if you really wanted to shop, you could be out of there in two. Right. The rows were tight. They were. It was very tight. Yeah. And it was warm in there. It was very warm in there. But you also got to remember that. It's March 3rd. Is that right? March 3rd? March 5th. March 5th, and it's 70 degrees outside. Right, yeah. Nobody was prepared for that. But there were, I mean, the 501st Legion was there, Mm -hmm. which is the big uh, film-accurate Star Wars cosplayers. They had a bunch of, you know, random guys just walk around and cosplay. I'm going to talk about that a little bit down the road. We don't have to talk about it right now, but I'm going to talk about that. Okay. The dress. The dress-ups. Okay. Yeah. And then they did panels. You know, they had Emma Caulfield was on at 3.30 mm-hmm. on Saturday. John Heater, I think, was... I guess it was at 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock yeah. on Saturday. It was small, but it was, I mean, you know, a family-friendly, go in, shop around, have fun con. Plus, the food trucks that were outside smelled amazing. They did <laughs> they smell did. amazing. Yeah. The pizza looked really good. I saw that guy walking in. He had like two plates of garlic bread and two plates of pizza, and he was trying to juggle them. <laughs> yeah, it looked really good. Yes, I was super impressed with how they put it together. It was it was great. I went uh I went in with higher expectations than you did because I believed in those guys from the Hall of Heroes because I I think that the Hall of Heroes has actually been in Elkhart for a long time. I mean, it's not like it's brand new. It's been up there for a long period of time, and I think they've struggled a lot of years just to try to keep it open. So they know what they're what they're getting in, themselves into with something like this, and I think they had it well prepared. 
I mean, yeah, they had two lines. You mean you could have ordered your tickets online? They had a line for that. So go right in, scan your tickets, boom, you're in. And then, of course, they had the, the line for the rest of us who just got tickets for the day, you know, when we got there. So, once again, I think that's that's foresight to something that uh, it should be very important. Well, and it's what's really impressive is how fast that ticket line moved. It did. It was it did. quick, yeah. Yeah, when, when Roy and I got there with the kids, we were outside around the corner to the entrance. And, I mean, it was, you know, 10, 10, 15 minutes. There were probably 60 people in front of us. When you guys got there, I mean, it looked like you walked up and just stood right in the doorway. Yeah, you know, we did. Can... We were pretty we were pretty, pretty close to being right there. So. so when Dad told me about this, I assumed that we were going to the museum. I didn't realize it was a con until I got to the house on Saturday morning, and he's like, oh, no, it's an actual Comic-Con. I was like, oh. So I thought we were going to the museum. So I was like ready to go to this museum. So I'm going to have to get up there and actually go to that at some point too. I, I want to go. I want to go to the actual museum. Yeah, fun disclaimer. I've never been up there either. Okay. Nice. I, that is definitely going to be a trip. Yeah. Definitely going to do that. So I was like doing some research on it. And just if it, since this Comic Con is only a once a year thing, if you get a chance, go up. It's on 1915 Cassopolis Street in Elkhart. And on Google, it says it's a comic book and superheroes museum featuring a replica Batcave, vintage toys, and TV and movie props. So it sounds like it would be really cool. They were open Saturday, too. We actually almost stopped. We we (laughs) talked about, yeah, we talked about going because we didn't catch up with our friend we were supposed to go have lunch with. He didn't answer his phone when we got done. I think we got done a lot earlier than he anticipated us. Uh, but we actually talked about going, but we it was a second thought as we were driving out. And we're like, well, I can go back. And like, well, we're already in town. Let's just go home. But, yeah, I think it's going to be a great experience for us just to head up there and, and do it one one weekend, one Saturday afternoon. Yeah. It'd be cool. So not only did they have the celebrity guests, though, they had a lot of artist guests like Bob Hall and Bill Reinhold uh, and Linda. Bill. I guess I should have said Bill and Linda Reinhold because they kind of work together. Uh, Scott Rosema and Stuart uh, Swagler. How do you pronounce Sager. that? Sager. Sager. Sorry. I, I've looked at all these names and I've read them. So, so they had a lot of the artists, and I know that I know that Roy went down to Roy went down to Bob Hall's booth. Yeah, I I think the big issue you run into with a lot of these older comic artists is be, they wrote during or wrote and drew during the Golden Age of comics, so. It it doesn't stink. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So Bob Hall, I guess, was charging like $150 for a signed print. and I can't even remember what Roy said he was charging just for an, an autograph. But, you know, Bob Hall worked on the bigger stuff, though. He worked on Spider-Man. He worked on Thor, the What If series, and Doctor Strange. So, you know, is it justified to be able to spend 150 bucks to get him to give you a print or sign a comic. I'm not sure, but I'm sure it is to some people. Well, you know, it was for me. I didn't get Bob Hall, but I went and met Emma Call Caulfield. <laughs> and let me tell you, that is a big thrill for me because I am a huge Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I have been for a long time. And I you know, she was she was always on my T V when I was, you know, when I was younger, so to actually meet her and get a chance to talk to her and I actually went and tweeted her and I'm like I'm sorry that I didn't really say much I just was so starstruck that I was an idiot and didn't know what to say but yeah she was super cool we talked about uh, we talked about the murder nerds just so you know I did I did really push the murder nerds on her since I was wearing my murder nerd shirt I'm very proud of you for wearing that out everywhere you go now, by the way. Hey, I gotta, it's only going to do Golden Image Podcast bet good because, you know, it's all a big circle. So. Right. right. Yeah. But yeah, I did. I got my uh, I got my autograph. I got my picture taken with her. And I actually have already got the frame and it's already hanging on my wall. <laughs> very proud of that picture. How much was it? Um, it was 40 bucks for the autograph and it was $20 to have my picture taken with her. Gotcha. So. I, yeah, I, I paid 60 bucks. I don't know. I just feel like it maybe takes away from the fact that, you know, well, I met her. 
but you know, I did pay the money to meet her. I think that that forty forty dollar price tag is is about standard across yeah. all cons. You know, I'm like John Reese Davis. I think he went to ICC a few years ago. I think he was a little more expensive. Uh, Gimli from Lord of the Rings. Okay, but I think I think that forty dollars pretty pretty standard just for the meet and greet. I it was like I said it's it's one of those things. Don't dislike John Heater, but it wasn't I wasn't like Jones to pay to get his autograph. You know what I mean? But her it was different because I did grow up watching her. I didn't say grow up, but I mean she's probably about, she's about the same age as I am. So no offense to John Heater, but Napoleon Dynamite is probably one of my least liked films ever created. So I, I had no no real want to. I watched it once, and that was about it. Yeah. There are people out there that absolutely love that movie. and Well, you can tell that people just wearing the T-shirts, vote for yeah. Pedro. You right. know where that comes from. And yeah. I mean, just there's, there was hundreds of those shirts floating around there. But everybody who who said that they they'd interacted with him during the time that we were there said he was absolutely incredible. Nice. He looked like he was having a good time. He looked like he was having fun. Yeah. I think even one of the store owners that I was buying from stopped and she's like, have you met John Heater yet? Like, nah, I, I wasn't going to. She's like, you should. He's, he's really, he's really nice. I, all right. Take your word for it. Well, I know Emma was nice. So Emma, if you're listening, give me a shout. <laughs> Tweet me back. Golden Mojo music. Not right. The, not the, right. <laughs> It was fun. I had a good time. I really did. I think so. It was my first real Comic Con, so it was cool. Oh, uh, that was that. definitely my first Comic Con. Definitely, I've never been to one. I've never been to one before, and I was super excited to go to this one. Like I said, I know that the Hall of Heroes has definitely had their ups and downs, and this is—I don't know. Usually, it passes, and I miss it. I don't, I don't hear about it till after it's over with. This one, I just happened to hear about before. I think I think they did a lot better job promoting it this year than they have in years past. I mean, the Hall of Heroes Comic Con is only I think two or three years old. I know they haven't been doing it very long, but yeah, I mean, on the radio they had uh, the Bear one hundred three nine promoting it. Um, I think they also had Froggy and a whole bunch of other things. Well, so. go over the go over some of their sponsors that they had. Uh, thank you to our 2022 sponsors, Froggy1027, OrganizedOB.com, that's part of OBCO, 1039 The Bear, the Hall of Heroes Super, Superhero Museum, Elkhart County CVB, Chemcrest, not sure what that one is. Yeah, hall, hall Forklifts, or Hall Transportation, that's so I mean, just a slew. I've, right. Legacy Heating and Air is another big one in the area that that covers. Even the Northern Indiana Event Center has gone there as one of their sponsors. So, one of them must give them a deal on that room. Oh yeah, right there. Yep. Edward Jones Investments. Well, you know, Will Ferrell's not sitting up there, but these other celebrities that they did get are pretty. They're pretty strong. They're pretty strong celebrities. So, and to come to Elkhart, Indiana, hats off. That they got them. That's pretty awesome. And I hope they come back. I hope they enjoyed it enough that they can come back and do it again or, you know, just come back to Elkhart. Right. But I did want to talk a little bit about the people that were dressed up. So me and Chico here, this is this is our first con, and you're used to this. I'm very used to it. I have been You've one done of it. those people. <laughs> yeah. This was... This was very unique for me, it, and I I felt like I was staring a lot of the time at people. Because even when we first got there, the two the two I'm going to call them Mandalorians because I don't know what else to call them. They weren't they weren't the actual Mandalorian like what's on Disney Plus, but they were kind of still in that armor. It was just different colors. It wasn't Boba Fett. It was kind of a brown. Yeah. Okay. I know which one you're talking about now. Yeah, there was a couple of them that came out when we first got there, and I just you know. Looking at all the detail that goes into some of this stuff is just amazing. So there's there's something to keep in mind with 
Star Wars cosplays in general. And that is the the 501st Legion, which is, I believe it's a worldwide group of these film-accurate Star Wars cosplayers. And we talked about that a little bit while we were there, about the film accuracy. And you could tell the difference between the dude that was walking around in a Superman um, Halloween costume and the guy who was in there that was dressed in a Superman outfit that looked so legit. That being said, real quick, there is no bad cosplay. You know, if somebody wants to walk around in a $20 Superman costume, more power to them. You know, that's it's a good it's a good way to start to get into, you know, building these more elaborate costumes. You know, I've seen everything from the five dollar kids. Right, right. And I'm not dissing on that. Right, I, right, right. I, I, that wasn't complaining about that. I'm just saying you could tell the difference between right. the accuracy of those. But yeah, I mean those like the five oh first Legion I I can't I don't even know how to explain it. I I've looked at the specs on their suits and they have to be, you know, so much thick plastic for the helmets and right. Yeah, I mean they are they are very very intricate on their details and how things have to be set up and prepared. Right on. I think the chewy chewy looked a little weird to me, but the the feet kind of threw me off. And right. I understand what they were going for because they were probably standing on stilts to get it to be that high. But the uh, what was it that eight foot nine foot? I think they said ten. I think they said yeah, ten. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the feet themselves looked a little funky, but still the costume in general was so pretty cool. Yeah. But like you said, you know, right, but right beside the 501st, they had, they had a group of smaller cosplayers where the guy was wearing, you know, just a really awesome Superman costume. Yeah. Um, and then they had a couple other cosplayers who I wasn't familiar with along the tables, but yeah. So now that we but we talked about them who were actually there, they actually had an area set up for them, right. for those people. But even the people just showing up for the thing were, a lot of them were dressed up, which was pretty cool. I saw a Green Lantern, mm-hmm. you know, a Spider-Man. The guy that was behind me in line for Emma was, was, uh, Cthulhu. What, who was Like it? a Cthulhu, like he had like all these tentacles on his face and. Emma actually looked at me and she goes, is he going to eat me? Is he going to kill me? <laughs> and I said, I don't know, but he's really hard to understand through that mask. Because she's like, oh, I'm sorry, is he your friend? I'm like, hell no, he's not my friend. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I saw a, a Ghostbuster at one point. Oh, I missed that one. He was he was in uh, Five Below, five everything $5 booth with us. Oh, okay. Um. A couple different from anime. There was a a Yamato from One Piece that was really good. Not that either of you know who that is. You see, you could tell by the blank look on my face. Right. Yeah. What was the one that Jess uh, did for one of the ascends that was uh, like all black except the face was white? No face from uh, Spirited Away. Because didn't I see one? I thought I saw one of those yeah. there. So. Yeah, I, I, I saw. I think I saw a Tokoyami maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Totoro. Look at, look at it. Yeah, sorry. They're geeking out on me he's over like, here. Don't mess, up, don't mess yeah. up the names. Yeah. I mean, this cons are my happy place. I, I always enjoy going to them. Whether I'm just, I'm running through the vendor hall looking at everything because you're like, oh, that's really cool. I wish I could have that. Oh, it's $160. Yeah, I don't want yeah. that anymore. Or, you know, digging through these $5 bins or, you know, Aspen locked onto the Legos. Right, right. And, of course, he's like, oh, I got to have Legos now. And they had all kinds of different Legos that you would never see sold in actual sets. Right, like right. Naruto and All Might or... A variant of Luke Skywalker. I bought an Iron Man. Uh, he bought an Iron Man. Among Us. They had Among Us Legos, which I thought was kind of odd. But hmm. Um. 
and then you walk over to the next booth, and the guy's like, everything's below $5, or $5 or less. I'm like, okay. And I started digging through a bin, and I pulled out a Minnie Mouse for my daughter. Right. And I got home, and she hadn't put that thing down. (laughs) She loved it. She loved it. It was cool to walk around and see all the collectibles. Yeah. Yeah. Tons of stuff. The other thing is, is I don't, you know... What do we pay to get in? I think it was 20, 20. per adult and then yeah. 12 per child. That was a single day. You could have paid 35 I think, for the weekend pass. Right. Something like that. Those prices are not bad. No. You know. It might seem a little steep for two hours worth of just walking around the vendor hall, but even the prices inside the vendor hall weren't that bad. I just didn't see, for me, anything that jumped out that I had to have. And I'm a big Iron Man fan. I'm a big Marvel fan. You know that. Um, Batman, too. Also, some of the DC stuff. But I didn't find anything that really jumped out for me. There, But there was still a lot of cool stuff there that was... Some of the artwork was amazing. Uh, like the ones that they split the faces on. Yeah. And had a David Bowie where he was the guy that was like... Half of him was the guy from Labyrinth. And then the other half was Ziggy Stardust side of David Bowie. And... Trying to think of, uh, I know there was a couple. Of, they had a Tony Stark one too, where half was Iron Man, half was Tony Stark's face. But. Yeah, you, the Spider Man ones where it's right. half Spider Man, half Venom. Or I think they even had one that was broken up into three, where it was Carnage, Spider Man, and Venom. Nice. So yeah, there was some great. There's definitely some talented people out there, that's for sure, and they definitely put it on display. So if you get a chance next year, I'm assuming you'll probably keep it about the same time frame, about early March. Yeah, and once it comes up, we'll we'll talk about it again and kind of give everybody a heads up of when it's when it's going on yeah. for next year. Because I can see me going. I can see me going back up there. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Right on. All right. So let's blow it up, guys. Let's let's blow them up. Yeah. Give them some love and let's make it a big con. And you know what? Let's let's also go to the Hall of Heroes. Get uh, go up there and check it out. Uh, what did we decide the address on that was again? Uh, it's uh, 1915 Cassopolis Street in Elkhart. Yeah, check their website. Find out when they're open. Go up and hang out, you know. Give them a little love during the week or during the rest of the year when they're not doing Comic-Con. Yeah. They're definitely heading up that way. I would love to see. They said they have a replica bat cave, so I think that would be pretty cool to see. So. I want to see it. Yeah, I'm, there's two things that I, mean, I love: the Bat Cave and the Beer Cave. The movie props, I think, are going to be a big pull for me just to see what they have. I mean, the, especially if they're legit. Well, the giant Hulk that they had at the con is there. Oh, okay. So a lot of that stuff, a lot of the statues. Yeah, well, how how tall do you suppose that thing was? Probably twelve feet. Oh, yeah, huge. had to have been. Yeah, I have a, there'll be a picture on Facebook of that when we when this episode's up. So. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, we went to Comic-Con. We went to the Hall of Heroes Comic-Con in Elkhart, and it was a blast. We had a great time, and we will definitely be heading back there again next year, and hopefully you guys will join us. Yeah, and just remember, it, it was a kid-friendly con. Very much so, yes. You know, was- I, t- I took my seven-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> it was a blast to watch him run around it, too. Yeah. And him and Azure. And- yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they had all the kids had a really good time. Yeah. Probably um, more than us adults did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that's there's kids in the toy land at that point. You know, right. All the cool stuff to look at. For sure. So, yeah, we enjoyed ourselves. So, good job, guys. Yeah. Yolanda's and Comic-Con. Now, who would have put those two together in a podcast? <laughs> Little Taco Tuesday Tuesday and some Comic-Con. Yeah. That sounds about right. It's like butter bread. It's, no, it's bread and butter. <laughs> that's bread it's and butter. It's bread and butter. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we'll have a debate on that in one of these episodes. That'd we should be a just good have one. a whole episode on things like that. Like, do you wipe back to front or front to back? Is it bread and butter or butter bread? Is it pop or is it soda? Do you, how do you put your toilet paper on the thing? Oh, are you over or, or under? Are you an over or under? Oh, I'm an over guy. Yeah, oh, I, think, I think. I hope most people are. Yeah, I think so. We got one at work, man, who's, who's an under. It drives me crazy. <laughs> Uh, then you get into whether you're top or bottom, but that's for a whole new—that's uh, <laughs> a whole different uh, array of story there. Yeah. 
Well, thank you, guys. Don't forget, you can find us on Facebook at Golden Image Podcast. You can find us also on Spotify, Google Podcasts. You know, a run of all the good ones there. Stitcher. Podbean. Feel free to, uh, if you're on Spotify, feel free to um, rate and uh, give us a little uh, give us a little love if you don't mind. We're, uh, at this moment, we're still trying to work out our iTunes issues. So. Yep. Or Apple Podcasts. Apple right. Podcasts. We'll, yeah, we're still figuring it out. Hopefully be up on there soon. Hopefully. And... Uh, you know, always, you can always check out golden, goldenmojomusic.com. I'm going to get back into building that back up and getting all this stuff on there. But there are some things on there you can go look at. And, of course, don't forget to uh, go check out our partners in crime, the Murd Nerds. They're on Facebook under uh, facebook.com slash Nerds. Or you can find them on all your streaming sites, too. Every one of them, from Spotify to Apple to... Stitcher. To... I'd have to check. I'm not sure they're on Stitcher. I know they were. I thought having... she. I thought she said they were on Stitcher, but they might be. And they were having some issues with their RSS feed feeding over to Stitcher. But gotcha. I'm not sure if she got it solved or not. Gotcha. But go check them out on Spotify and Apple Apple Podcasts. So, anything else you guys would like to talk about? You want to plug? No, I think you guys covered it all. Yeah, I think I'm good too. All right. So until in a couple of weeks when we make it back, you guys have fun and uh, keep going out there and exploring. Get out there and see the world. We recommend you line us in, in the Hall of Heroes. And give us week. some recommendations too. Yeah, definitely. Imageradio at yahoo.com. Go ahead and go ahead and email me and you know, if you think there's some place we should go check out. I have some uh I've have some friends that have listened to our first episode who have given us a couple ideas. So we'll have to go check into that. Cool. Looking forward to it. For sure. All right, guys. Later. Golden Image Radio is on the air.